right, Mike. So you know the old saying, if you're going to do a rain dance, you don't stop until it actually rains. No, I don't know, actually. Oh, I've never well, I've got a customer that tells me that all the time. And <laughs> uh, the guys in uh, in eastern Iowa, northwestern Illinois, central Illinois, they they must have uh, it must have been doing a lot of rain dancing over the weekend because they finally got the rain that they've been been hoping for. I don't think a lot of people, other people got it, though. So what do we get out of that? I mean, the volatility in these markets is crazy. Friday, we're up big. Uh Sunday night we gap lower or we have an unreversed uh, close and then Tuesday we're up again these weather markets just they change so often how do you how do you do anything with this quickly (laughs) very quickly Uh, I I personally hate weather markets always have always will They're, they're very sensitive but there are other things in play so other things you have to be watching is one: how do I reduce the noise? Because these weather maps change so often yeah, that I every could be six hours. sawed in and out of anything. So, how do I look at the bigger picture? And the bigger picture is we're coming up to the end of the quarter. We're coming up, and we're having better ideas of the crop as a whole. Not everywhere is looking good, mm-hmm. but as a whole, we're having better ideas of it. We're not seeing as much business right now as we were expecting. We have really the whole economic picture that looks like we are slowing down. Yeah, consumer confidence that's looking weaker. And you, you really what to focus on right now is what do I do to reduce the noise? And I think right now a great way to be looking at the market is more from a behavioral finance type of mentality. Why would people be exiting the market? Why would they be entering the market? Mm-hmm. Well, they'd be entering the market if we see some kind of supply shock right now or if we see some kind of business that we're not seeing. So yeah. both of those out the window. So what else can I say that would give, in a broader scale, the market a reason to jump? And right now you could point to the fact that we have grain stocks coming up and mm-hmm. you've been seeing commercials bid up for grain. So potentially we have less on hand than we expect. Um, And other than that, you have to think that potentially we might see some business in the near future if this Ukraine situation continues and we don't see anything out of there. But that's kind of beating a dead horse at this point with that story. So... I mean, what do you what do you make of the the old crop, new crop spreads at this point? Is there anything to, to glean from that? I mean, you've got... Uh, the July Nov spread, uh, the July August July SEP uh, spreads in beans have gone to their highest points so far. Um, is that just winding up those spreads? Is that is that the fact that we have this good of old crop uh, demand that we can't find the actual beans to to buy to be able to to get out the door? I think it has a lot to do with the feed side of things. It does seem like the bean meal has been doing the same thing with that July contract. And what we could potentially be seeing is some kind of short squeeze. They need feed. They might have not gotten everything they needed. And it seems like you are seeing it from the feed side Mm -hmm. of the market. So once you see commercials as a whole, just say, okay, I've locked in enough of what I need, potentially seeing that go away. But until they totally lock it up, they're t- continuing to interact with that spread and saying, you know what, I don't think anyone's going to deliver me. Mm-hmm. And if they do, I, I want the grain. 
Yeah, and you've got a similar a similar pattern going on with the uh, the old crop corn, uh, old crop new crop corn uh, as well. I mean, there's just a this massive disconnect from one to the other. It started to to uh, to come down a little bit, but it, it gets widened out here since option expiration. It, you know, does does first notice play into this uh, at some point? Uh, obviously, we've got that this week. You've got there's a lot going on. It just seems like there's you know, like you said, there's a lot of noise, but it's a lot of important things first Mm -hmm. notice day you've got the usda reports uh on thursday end of the quarter um fourth of july a three-day weekend those tend to to shift markets sometimes and it's a it's a weather market Mm -hmm. i think it has a ton to do with it because it goes back to the fact of if commercials want it go ahead yeah deliver i i will take the grain yeah so i think that has a lot to do with why that spreads getting so much movement right now mm-hmm. ahead of first notice because they want the grain right but we also haven't seen a uh and this doesn't mean that we haven't seen any sales but we haven't seen any flash sales out of the usda since uh, i think the 17th so today being the 28th um you know you're 10 days 11 days it's not that many uh that many actual uh market days but um that's something to be a little bit concerned about why are we not seeing some of those sales come in uh to round things out it is a huge report coming up and we've seen the markets back off will we see china or mexico come in and be a big buyer of beans or corn or both uh before we get to thursday's report Potentially, but you are wrapping up. You have wrapped up a lot of harvest down south, so uh, more so probably not. It's not typically our time frame of year that you see a ton of sales going out the doors, anyways. Mm-hmm. So seeing this calm period is not irregular, and it is something that you looking at it more from a domestic side. The domestic demand side of things is going right. to be what you're looking for. If we do see sales, that makes it that much better because we typically don't. Right. So. A lot of that going on right now, and I think that we pick up in August, September in sales is when we start to start to see that for for beans we do I think yeah yeah and corn, corn is later no, on yeah, yeah October November yeah um, I mean it, it, we are from what I've read uh, uh, Brazil is not shipping as much as what they have in previous years that's not a surprise they saw lower production uh, this year even though their production ends up being very close to what their record was uh, last year uh, the fact that it wasn't as much as expected uh, does take a little bit uh, off I mean what are they 20 22 million tons lower on uh, soybean production than they started out uh, back in like you know December or January so um, you know there's still they're still harvesting uh, second crop corn down there I believe they're finishing up or getting very close to finishing up uh, uh, Argentina's uh, harvest so there's uh, there is movement down there like you said that is you know that is their their peak time of the year to be shipping uh, anyway so um, you know as we go into uh, the end of this uh, end of this quarter uh, with all these USDA reports you know how do we you don't want to get into you know if you're trying to speculate or you're trying to hedge you don't want to get into anything that's crazy amounts of risk in either direction is there outside of just day trading or trying to pick up 15 20 cents what's the best way to approach these markets with a with marketing in mind 
You know, what to, how do we how do we approach this that we can keep ourselves from putting too much risk on the table, but still protect ourselves? Yes, yeah, so a lot of this right now with the inverses you're seeing, a lot of it's saying that you want to get the cash shoulder off the combine. And you do have a little bit of carry in some of these markets, but not a whole lot. Very little, yeah. So a good way to go about it is you actually did just see the October options go on the board. Mm-hmm. That gets you to September 23rd. It gets you answering a lot of questions going forward. So always a way you can be going about there. Um, you've well, got- let's, let's talk about those real quick because there's two different October options that uh, are out there. Yes. So you've got the the standard serial option, and then you've got the short dated option. Correct. And there's a big difference you need to know with both of those. Obviously, having different names means a little bit different. Yeah. And that cereal option is going to be based off of this year's crop. So this 22 crop that's going to be harvested, those October options are based off of this year, while the short dated are going to be based off of next year, what we're going to be harvesting in 2023. Right. So be very careful when you're looking at them saying either these calls are very cheap and they seem to be close to the money, but you're looking at the short dated as opposed to regular dated right. or any way in between. So just making sure you know what you're working with and what's right. in your tool belt, making sure you're not trying to tighten up a Philip head screw with a flathead or <laughs> something in between. So. Sure. Um, do we have any updates uh, from a, an economic standpoint? You know, we kind of we've been talking about this for the last uh, few weeks. I mean, the, we've talked about the the uh, rate changes we talk about uh, inflation the dow the s&p you know crude oil uh, and and its effect on the markets what what kind of updates do we have uh from last week that uh, we can share uh this week i mean what what are we talking about right now yeah so you have consumer confidence that's actually lower than expected last was 106 came out today i think it was 98.2 or 7 i'm not sure which but it was expected at 100 so consumer confidence is getting weaker and weaker you got everyone that has already seen these markets enter bear territory and are definitely worried about the big r word recession Mm -hmm. and the more and more we go along the more and more it seems like it's likely or we're already in it so macro situation's not looking phenomenal at this point, and we knew that. We knew this was coming. We've been talking about it forever, but it looks like it is starting to take effect. You are starting to see some of these changes take hold and starting to really begin that hurt. So we'll be continuing to watch that. We'll see what GP has to say for quarter two and really where managed money and really money as a whole places itself as we enter the new quarter, whether or not they find this renewed resurgence of buying and confidence, or if they just continue with what we've been seeing recently, which is this bear market. Well, let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit technical here. Um, go to, let's talk about the corn and the, and the beans, because that's going to be the big ones that uh, uh, a lot of people are looking, looking at right now. Um, Massive drop off in the last uh, in the last few weeks here for uh, for corn and beans. Um, any thoughts, concerns, ideas about the shape of these uh, these technicals? They they look significantly more bearish. Obviously, um, is there is there any hope? Obviously, there's there's fundamental reasons or there's fundamental factors involved but from a technical perspective what, what are we looking at from uh, for corn and beans yeah so beans actually do i mean they're in a rectangle they're sideways in a large 
way. Wide range. Very, very wide large range. way, but they are sideways in this very large rectangle pattern. So you can't come out yet because they're holding support. They're mm-hmm. doing so with some relatively strong bind behind it. I mean, we see the market's up 30 cents, and we have recovered off of those very well over the last several sessions. So beans not looking terrible. Corn, on the other hand, you came up retested the downtrending line from underneath this channel that we were in and poked through it but wasn't really able to see a good clean close above it you actually closed back below that so corn's not looking too favorable right now with everyone's estimates of seeing more corn acres here on thursday mm-hmm. very well could be the reason of why we're seeing more of that weak type of movement on the corn as opposed to the beans well, and that was that was kind of the opposite of what we saw on Friday last week. Was the you had a you had strength in that corn. I mean, I think we we were at one point up over twenty cents. We finished uh, you know eighteen or so uh, cents higher, and then you know with the rains on Friday, things uh, flushed out. Uh, uh, or Saturday, I mean, things flushed out on Sunday when we reopened. But we got it back a little bit today, and you know a lot of that does come in with the beans, but. It, Definitely some some weakness displayed by the corn, not holding the double digit gains, uh, backing off into the close. The the volatility in the in the wheat seems to be a, a big factor in corn right now. You know whether it's because of feed grains, whether it's just because they're winding or unwinding the spread between beans. But it just seems like we're kind of stuck in neutral. We can't, you know, it's it's falling off, but maybe we're trying to, to make a, a rally back up and then we get stunted f- uh, from one reason or another. Is there something that, are there certain points on that uh, December chart that you'd be looking at to say, okay, if we can get back here, uh, this looks this looks like a a little bit of a recovery not necessarily that we're going to start an all-out rally but maybe looking for some sort of a recovery well you got obviously the gap fills that you'd be looking for see if we can get back up there and move into it um and after that you're going to really start to look at some of these retracement levels and potentially we're waiting for the report before we actually come in here and find some low because it does like i said doesn't seem like it is too aggressively wanting to find support right now mm-hmm. but once we do find somewhat of a bottom and maybe it's on like i said the report day look for those 50 percent retracement marks and just some of those easy tactical areas to be looking at so we'll definitely guys keep you updated uh touch base next week after the long weekend see when what july 4th has in store for us but today for allendale market talk this is mike lung and greg mcbride signing off you guys have a great one 